You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the war, 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 the the Views from Mid Street podcast rolls on. Rob Brown, Lonzo Wright. So if you haven't shared the podcast with your Carolina Panther loving family and friends now, it's a perfect time to do it as we turn the corner towards a new year and a new football team. Because, man, 37-23 over Detroit's got me feeling some kind of way on a Monday morning. Let's take a look at uh, at some of the standout performances from this game, of which there are no shortage, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Darnold, we mentioned him earlier, 15 of 22 for 250 and a touch, and reasonably could have been probably closer to 18 of 22 for about 290. There were a couple of drops in that game that brought those numbers down. But how about it? What did we tell you? Games in which the Panthers win, they have been getting around 190 rushing yards. All they did in this one, 320 rushing yards. 165 out of Deontay Foreman, 125 out of Chuba Hubbard. Both of those guys averaging eight yards per carry or better. Foreman, 7.9. Chuba, 10.4. You also had... 19 out of Sam Darnold on six carries, one of them being a touchdown to that game. But here's the thing, though. If I told you that Carolina was going to end a game in the neighborhood of 320 rushing yards, I think reasonably most of us would expect that it would have been like a 90 to 100 yards through the air kind of day. 250 through the air, 83 and a touch for DJ. How about 55 for TMJ, 53 for Chenault, 18 for Tremble, 17 for Shy before he left after getting banged up on that punt return. Ian Thomas and Raheem Blackshear both had a snag for 12 yards as well. Um, again, I, I, I want to get into X's and O's and this worked and that and this, this tactic and that and this, but it was very, very simple. We ran the hell out of the football. It forced them to go to eight-man boxes with single high safety. When they did that, Sam Darnold made them pay. And the defense did enough on their side of the football field uh, for us to make 37 points work. It's kind of one of those games, though, that, you know, you know me, I like to talk about what went wrong because the only way to fix what went wrong is to talk about what went wrong. I don't really have much in that department today, fortunately. Yeah, I mean, it was... It was I, – I, you don't see a perfect game, but it was a complete game all the way around on offense. Defense, I'm still a little bit worried about. But Brian Burns and Frankie Louvu had 
had a had a very good game. Um, I saw that uh, J.C. Horn got hurt. I haven't seen any details about if it was really bad or not, but it looked kind of bad. It, it did look bad. Uh, what I saw earlier today from Pro Football to- uh, Doc on Twitter was that he has a radius fracture, which I believe is in the arm elbow, though I am not a doctor, nor did I stay in a Holiday Inn Express last night. But he has a radius fracture. A fracture. That does mean potential surgery. That is the bad news. The good news is while he will be likely unavailable for the final two weeks of the season, uh, he would potentially be able to return for the playoffs, though he would have to play with a cast on his arm. So he might be a little bit less. That being said, J.C. Horn, not really an INT guy, more of a pass breakup guy. So just having him out there is big. We will obviously have to have quite a discussion about what the uh, what the offense looks like, or excuse me, what the defense looks like without J.C. Horn available, considering how many pass breakups he's had and the numbers he's put up. We've talked about those all season long. J.C. Horn unavailable against Tampa in New Orleans from what we're seeing. The good news, though, is that neither one of those teams is having uh, an exceptional gear passing the football, meaning that not having our number one pass up, pass breakup guy will not be as detrimental as it would be if we were playing, say, a Minnesota or a Philadelphia teams that have put up big numbers through the air. Um, it is a loss. I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying that the time that we have lost him, the two weeks of the season we've lost him, uh, it could have been dramatically worse. We will need to play a very clean game against Tampa. We know how Tampa games go when the NFL wants Brady in the playoffs. Let me put on my tinfoil hat. Uh, it is a big loss. However, being able to have him back for the playoffs gives me that much more hope that should we catch a team like a Dallas Cowboys that – you can run the ball against, uh, you know, I'd like to have him back at that point. Let's just go win the next two games. Yeah, that's, that's it. Just go win the next two games, you know, against teams that we've already beat. So it isn't like we don't know how to do that. Absolutely know how to beat Tampa Bay, know how to beat New Orleans. Thing about Tampa Bay is, you know, if you run the ball a bunch and can rush the passer, which we can do both, you don't leave any time on the stinking board for Tom Brady to come back and beat you. The Cardinals. Why? Why? Why won't he go away? I, I mean, you know, that's why won't he just go away? I mean, you know, he's had a great career and everything. He'll be rich till the end of his days, unless he has more Bitcoin debacle things. But he, yeah, Arizona with their third string quarterback who had never started, I think, uh, should have won that game. Uh, in fairness, he uh, uh, doesn't really have anything else to do, you know. By the way, speaking of real quick, and, and and this is just because it makes me laugh. Did you see where Rob Gronkowski tweeted out a picture of Brady and said, I'm bored, dot, 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 dot? That's terrifying. Don't like that. Rob, just keep making incredibly mediocre USAA commercials. Okay, buddy? Just just stay in the TV which, game for right makes now. It, they make no sense at all. They they don't. I how is that selling that insurance for? I don't. I, I, I mean, I get why you get a spokesperson in, 
but if you're not in the military, you can't get it anyway. I, don't, I, a, I do like I do like the concept of insurance so good that even though I don't have it or use it, I still endorse it. It's an interesting marketing strategy. But hey, everybody loves Gronk. Everybody loves Gronk. Yeah, Gronk apparently, apparently, a couple teams love Gronk enough to reach out to him. So why wouldn't uh, you? Why wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, I wouldn't hate adding a tight end to the mix. All right. That's all I'm well, saying. Uh, as long as he doesn't go to Tampa Bay. Just, just, yeah, I don't care if you're bored. Somebody else snatch him up. Don't let him go back there. Let me, uh, let me throw out one more. Uh, obviously, really quick. Obviously, Tom Brady is missing Gronk. That's been his guy all along. You know, uh, you look at could Tom win without Bill? Apparently, he can. You know who he can't win without? That's Gronk. I mean, everybody loves Gronk, especially Brady. Uh, let me give out one more set, Zoe, of helmet stickers. Um, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The entire defensive line, but predominantly Mr. Brown right there in the middle. DB in the middle was phenomenal in this game. Not just because they ate up uh, a lot of the Detroit run game. I think, what was it, at, at halftime, uh, I think it was like 232 run yards to 21 for Detroit, right? I mean, you're going to win that game 99% of the time. Uh, Brown specifically, because what DB was doing was he, was he was owning the interior of the offensive line of Detroit so much that he was opening up angles for other spots, right? Brian Burns had a big sack in the third quarter. Did they a really dope, by the way, speaking of helmet stickers, a really dope Spider-Man victory dance. Did you catch that out of Brian Burns? Because he kind of nailed it. If I'm being honest as a nerd, uh, Derek Brown was eating up blocks in ways that opened up angles of attack to Jared golf for other guys like Brian Burns. And then the rest, Etor gross Matos, et cetera, because they were doing something that I wish I saw more of, though, which is getting the hands up when you've got a quarterback who is throwing at low angles. Jared Goff was throwing a lot of low angle footballs, and the DL was getting their hand up. In fact, I think there was there was one drive to open the third quarter where we had three consecutive passes get batted down or tipped into the air at the line of scrimmage. That does two things. Number one, it eats up a play, obviously. But number two, when you start tipping those balls in the air, uh, it gives opportunities for turnovers in the back half. And when you've got a defensive line that recognizes when a quarterback is throwing predominantly low angle, low trajectory footballs out of the backfield and they get their hands up in the air, that can absolutely be a game changer the defensive line was not only doing an excellent job at eating up the run. Derek Brown was not only doing an obvious job. Like he doesn't still up in the stat sheet. And I saw another comment yesterday from like, Oh, where's Derek Brown. He's not on the stat sheet again. It's like that dude was taking up double teams in the middle and it was opening up lines for other guys to get through the defensive line for the Carolina Panthers. Lonzo is not going to get a lot of credit for that win Saturday, but they damn sure should. 
I love that. Where's Derek Brown? He's fat and he's in the middle and he's stopping stuff. That's what he's doing, uh, which is his job. And he's really good at it. And uh, that's that's another place that the, the Panthers could add some uh, in the draft. Think about it. You beef that up even more on the defensive side. The offensive line is taken care of. You get a couple more of those guys in there. That would be uh, that'd be pretty sweet. I am uh, I'm a big fan of what this DL did. I'm a big fan of what Derek Brown did. Like I said, one of those one of those stats that does not show up on the stat sheet. Uh, Derek Brown Spider Man sack dance only got put on display because of the fact that they had to pull in in a situation in that pass pro that they ran on that particular play. Ordinarily, you would have Brown come in. You'd have the center be responsible for that block. You'd have a guard who would likely chip over to DB and then keep his head to the left and keep that left hand out. But he had to collapse down because Derek Brown was pushing a center backwards. So the guard had to move over in order to get some leverage to help hold up D Brown and Burns just went low and got around him. Those are the types of plays that you hired Derek Brown to perform. He did it. And the Panthers were beneficiaries. Uh, you know, they were, they were really only what I think three big plays down the field that Jared Goff converted uh, JC Horn got beat on one. Uh, I can't remember who got beat on the first one in the first half that led to the first Lions touchdown. You take one or both of those plays away, and this game is honestly uh, less close than it already wasn't. Uh, those are the types of things that you're just going to get beat every now and then. That's how football works. But the fact that every time Detroit scored, Carolina answered and then also provided a few exclamation points on their own. You know, I, I, I think I, I comfortably, you can add on if you want, Zoe. I can comfortably end by saying that my prep sheet today, it's all positives, man. It really is. There are very, very few negatives, very, very few things that I would come in here and say, we need to do that better. We played to the strengths. We ran the ball. It opened up the field for Sam. Even in opening up the field, we didn't ask him to take a ton of deep shots. We just said, take what's available for you. Defensively, we didn't let them get comfortable and into a rhythm, into a routine. We never let Jared Goff, with one or two exceptions, get those big chunk plays down the middle. We ate up the blocks and allowed our second-level defenders to do what they do. I really don't have many, if any, critiques about this Panthers team. All I got left, Zoe, is let's go beat the hell out of Tampa Bay this weekend and make a playoff spot all but assured. All right. So speaking of being positive, uh, you wanting to start, in, start the new year off right. Uh, you're one of those New Year's resolutions cut type of people. And, and I don't blame you. And you want to show more love for your team. How better to show more love and actually have a resolution that you could stick to than having a friend, a family member, someone you know who's a Panther fan, become a subscriber to the Views from Men Street podcast. It's it's a way to go. You know what? I resolved that I was going to be a better fan, so I decided I am going to get as I'm going to get ten people. I'm going to get ten people to subscribe to the Views from Men Street podcast. My resolution is done. Hey, you're in the gym. You paid all that money. You're going to be done in three weeks, and you got to pay for that. Uh, gym membership for six months. I don't have to do that. I subscribed to the views from Mint Street and it was free on the Odyssey app. There you oh, go. Oh, and uh and by the way, 
we're not even asking for your money, people. We don't even want your money. We just want your time and your ear holes. That's all. That's all. Lonzo, any final words for the people besides search, subscribe, download, and share? Yeah, that, that was it. Okay, that, that that's what it. I thought. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been fun. I hope that next Monday we can do it again and be a half game away from a playoff spot. Yes, I am looking forward to that. It's Christmas. I'm in a good mood. I hope you are as well. The next episode will drop Wednesday. We will have an update on J.C. Horn's injury. Any other bang-em-ups that happen during that game. Obviously, we will have some reaction to the press conferences from Steve Wilkes and co. And we'll start setting up for an NFC South showdown with Tom Brady and his Buccaneers. That's when Wednesday's episode drops. We will see you then, ladies and gentlemen. For Lonzo Wright's Lion Rob Brown, thanks for listening. And keep pounding, baby.